0: This, is, this the is the Legs, legs and, eggs and Eggs podcast, eggs. starring Fupa Jones, Fupa Jones Heather, Heather, Heather Clemstone, 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 and Sarah, Sarah the Ruthless. Ruthless.
1: I mean, technical difficulties is a part of my life, period.
2: Just what this podcast is about where, like, the audio get got squished. We don't care. We're gonna play that shit anyway.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Episode 23 of Technical Difficulties. A woman went to the emergency room complaining about abdominal pain, and after a thorough exam, the doctor noticed a pungent aroma from her girl region upon further inspection she'd sewed a raw chicken inside of herself in the hopes that it would turn into a baby
1: so what's going on chad tell us about you
4: (laughs) what do you want to know about me
1: anything you want to tell us you're the guest and i'm high so yeah i mean we're all
4: we're all high pretty much yeah i'm roasted i'm don't like a Christian in Rome. I don't know. Um coming out of a crazy relationship with myself and my insanity and my depression. <laughs> Been dealing with injuries for about the last five years and it's really sucked. And coming across you guys, I think this is gonna be medicinal. Well, I sing I I sing because it's my outlet. It's where I can escape the demons, you know. They they don't follow me there. But then I meet other demons, like Ruthless, sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
4: Exactly. So that's kind of, I've been wanting to do something like this myself, do something, do something live, where we can talk to truckers. And, and I've been a truck driver for 25 years. Been, I've been in probably close to your neighborhoods. I've done all 48 states, Canada and Mexico. When we could go to Mexico. I've got about 1.7 million accident-free miles in my career. I've been every, every state, every capital, and damn near on every major truck route in every state.
3: My dad drove an 18-wheeler delivering John Deere tractors. He was local, but he still had what we called, when I was a kid, the big truck, because he'd bring it home and park it in front of the house.
4: I've had a bunch of John Deeres on my trailers. Because I, I I'm not the guy that, you know, you see going up and down the road, there's 30 of them, and they got a big white box behind them. Those guys go fight each other for a dock. That's not me. I'm the guy that scares the shit out of you and comes up behind you that's taking up three lanes with the load that I'm pulling. And then there's cops and all kinds of flashing lights. That was, that was me.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, Why don't you roll around in my ball sack and see what's going on in there? Oh, it's a luscious palace of wonder. Get in my ball sack
3: now.
5: Get on my, get on my, get on my nuts. Get on my nuts. Get on my nuts. Get on my nuts. nuts.
3: I'm going to need a disclosure of my um, my Zoom picture. It's not a political picture. It's a cupcake thing that I made at work today. <laughs> I was just proud of it. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's my very 1st pull full-apart cupcake ladder. <laughs>
4: that's kind of cool, though. I was wondering what that was. My flag would just be black,
1: so that's no fun. I could just get an end to men's cake.
3: My boss is like, just have fun with it. Do whatever you want. And I'm like, you don't want me to do whatever I want so do whatever you want next thing you know you have a, like a 9-11 <laughs> full of cake I can do whatever I want after Thursday cause we have the president of the corporate supermarket chain visiting our store Thursday
5: is it Joe Biden
0: don't tell me what I'd like to hear a little big dick have no fear coming up behind you enter in the back big vicious dick hanging sack what I've got for you heart attack ensue sitting on the toilet I let my nuts hang balls in the water Call me Larry King, wear suspenders, hold up the ding-a-ling, everyone's in shock, better open wide, speed boxing in your tonsils, AstroGlide, come inside, so much fun, thinking of you, thumb in the bonds. no other love like gold bond keeping my notes fresh when I spray it on
4: I'm a, I'm a truck driver without me, guess what? Your toilet paper probably ain't arriving tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and there was a shortage of that uh, during COVID. What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) I was like, that was the biggest mystery for me. It was like, why was the first (laughs) thing there was a shortage of fucking toilet paper?
2: (laughs) The hoarders. No, no. I read a whole thing on every single thing that came together to cause that.
1: Okay, so what was it?
2: There was the hoarding, and um, there was just like the supply chain issues with so many things being closed down. But then home toilet paper and commercial toilet paper are manufactured in two entirely different ways, usually by two entirely different companies. It's not one big company. So everyone was at home more, but we actually had tons of commercial toilet paper. but nobody needed it. And there was so much of that toilet paper and it takes a while for those plants. They can't just switch over and start making personal use toilet paper. All those things together cause the toilet paper shortage.
1: Oh, man. Well, all I know is I drove to Nashville and the whole way I stopped at motels and stole rolls of toilet
3: paper. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I was getting up every day for like three weeks with my fucking dust mask from Home Depot. And I would be at BJ's at opening, standing in the fucking line because they would let you buy one. If they had toilet paper, I'd buy one. They, I am still going through Lysol wipes that I bought <laughs> because every time they had some, I put one in my cart. I didn't fucking care. I was like, we don't know how long we're going to be wiping down our groceries. I've never hoarded anything in my life, but the psychopaths forced me to be a hoarder. I, remember I was wiping down my mail. I was opening my mailbox with a Lysol wipe. I mean, it did last long. Like, I figured out pretty quick that this is ridiculous, but for a good, like, three weeks, I was like that.
4: I was out with fans waving and shit to me, trying to get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I kind of tested that for a while, like, before they really made masks a thing. I was like, I just want to see what happens
4: if I don't wear a mask. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm still here. Yeah, I had it before it was COVID. December of 19, I had COVID. Me and my son both had it. It was brutal. Thought I was going to die.
3: I'm pretty sure my daughter had it in February before all the lockdowns happened. I've never seen her as sick as she
4: was. It was a pre-trial. I think we were in. They fucking chemtrailed the sky with <laughs> COVID. And... I think I had it in March and I was sick for like
1: two weeks. And it was terrible, but I just thought it was a bad cold or a flu.
2: Me and FUPA just had HPV. What?
1: Were you having skin-to-skin contact? What? What? I do both.
2: Everyone's COVID, but we just had HPV.
1: I didn't follow.
3: Did you go to an HPV party like we used to go to chicken pox parties when we were kids?
0: We had a lot of skin. <laughs>
3: Everyone can just rub their genitals
1: together. We
5: kind of like pre-shredded our skin with razor blades <laughs> so that everything was nice and ready to diffuse, baby. Let's go viral.
1: I'm ready
3: for it. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Chickens and ostriches are the closest living relative of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Hashtag facts. Dun, dun, dun. It's Florida, Man. Florida Man drives Cadillacs from sunroof down the highway. Says he'd rather go to jail than back to his wife.
5: Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Think about it. You got an open Cadillac. Is this one of those? Got to be one of the sweet old ones that has a sunroof, like the boxy ones like he was just like you know what home's not so good i'm ready to go my time has come but i'm gonna drive a big-ass box cadillac standing up through the sunroof you get arrested but like you'll be out in like a day for that that's like normal so if you wanted to get away from your wife that wasn't it pal you gotta be worse You gotta, like, go kill one of
4: Casey Anthony's babies. Oh my god, this is too heavy. I can't stand it.
1: So another thing i wanted to talk about and kind of ask you about if you don't mind talking about it is what happened to you just recently because um, me and clem just had this discussion like i think a couple of weeks ago about supporting the troops and how it's like an empty platitude if our country actually supported the troops then they wouldn't be involved with whores necessarily even like
2: they wouldn't be leaving people homeless out on the streets suffering with mental illness caused by going
4: to war
1: it's like having an employee and then promising them a bunch of shit that you're actually never going to give them to let
4: me give you the view of the va through the actual veterans eyes who's living it every fucking day i got hurt in training third week of boot camp i got a hernia in my belly the infirmary, the hospital, they wanted me to have surgery that night. And then I was going to be taken away from my unit. I went back to tell my senior drill instructor, hey, and I said, I want to stay. If you will allow me, I will finish this training. And he let me stay and I finished that training. I earned that title. It's a sacred title to me. Uh, keep it with me. You know, it's on my heart. We don't just kill people.
1: No, cause there's other things that you learn like trades and things
4: like that. Marines are there to fight, period. Everybody in the Marine Corps is a warrior. When we're going to the line, drop your shit and grab your gear, we're going to the line. Everybody goes to die. That's that's who I am. Um, so I only lasted a year because of that injury. They gave me a pain medication and I had a seizure mild seizure, but I had a seizure from that pain medication. Now I can't be a warrior anymore. We can't take a chance of you having a seizure, cutting a squad in half with a machine gun. I get it. I understand. So I couldn't stay in the Marines, and they gave me a stupid reenlistment code to where I couldn't get anywhere because I could have I could have gotten the Navy or I could have gotten the Army. At a test job. So got home, went to the uh, VA, John Cochran Hospital there in St. Louis. And did my intake, had like nine appointments, did my appointments, didn't hear nothing, didn't hear nothing, didn't hear nothing. Three months later, my checks starts coming. I get 10% of what an E-2 would make in the Marine Corps at current scale. I didn't get medical for 22 years. I forgot about it. When that came due, came due in 2014, I got a, a letter. I said, okay, you're qualified. You you get Premium medical package. Called them and said, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're going to take care of you now." Blah blah blah. Cancelled my civilian doctor. Went to the VA. I've been getting just about everything I've asked for. When I had cancer in 2019, took ten surgeries to get it out of my esophagus, and they paid for every dime of it. 2018, I was working for a solar manufacturing company. Sent some boxes out to San Antonio. I got injured. February, 2018, from lifting these boxes, these boxes are 200 pounds a piece. I had 93 of them to lift. They wouldn't let me, you know, put it on pallets or ring wrap it or band it, you know, something smart or use a forklift. No, that's too easy. So I get hurt, you know, I got three discs in my back that are bulging up against the nerves in my spine. It's very brutal. Today, today, it's really hurt. It's just 24 hours a day. It's every, it's every day. It was work comp. Company decided, you know what? It's got suing us. We're going to go out of business. Paid up their insurance long enough for us to not know that they went out of business. They got to be out of business for a year before you can't take legal action against them. Well, they built up their insurance for a year and fucking went out of business. It was done. Money was gone. We had just settled, though. We had just settled. I got like 80 grand. They didn't do surgery. I had I had two discs in my neck up against nerves. I had a bilateral inguinal hernia. The hernia is what they fixed. They didn't touch my back or my neck. So they did this robotic surgery. I had hernia on the left side and right side of my groin. And the fucking prick, when he's stitching in the mesh on the right side... That stitch needle through my femoral nerve, he hit this and stitched it to my mouth. It's another 24-7 pain. Besides the back is the nerve pain. That's what I suffer from. Now, I can't stand for more than an hour at a time. If I can move around, I need to sit down about every hour and a half for about 10 or 15 minutes to let the feeling maybe come back in my legs. I don't feel much of anything below my waist, but I'm able to walk. I've got complete nerve damage in my feet from cortisone shots for plantar fasciitis. I used to be a big boy. (laughs) So uh, these last five years have been pure hell. I'm not taking any medication. I don't take any pain medication. I'm an addict and I'm an alcoholic. I'm going to be sober 15 years in September. Other than smoking a little pot, the only thing that actually kills my pain. So yeah, so now I'm in all this pain and this pain has caused the craziest stretch of depression for the last five years, plans of suicides and homicides and whatever else the size there was, you know, all my friends are gone. I'm just in this hole by myself. And plus the house was weird to begin with. And I'm in a spot to where I, I can't work. You know, I can't drive a truck anymore because industry regulations say that, Truck drivers today who want to work either have to have two years of experience in the last three years, which I don't qualify for, or a year in the last three. Two in the last three for a good job, one in the last three for a a shitty job. Does the
3: driving irritate your back, though?
4: Yeah, the bouncing up and down. Even though I want to air ride and you don't think you feel it, What was the organization that you contacted to get help? I contacted the VA to get help because they always say, hey, we got this for you and we can do this and we can do that. And I was working, you know, between September last year and March this year. I was working for a company, I was driving, we were, I was delivering dumpsters basically. And it was an easy job, but it just got to the point to where I couldn't do it and I lasted six months. Can't do that anymore. I can't find any help whatsoever outside of being a veteran from the state of Illinois. Damn near had to get down and unzip their pants to get my food card. I got no income. I live off I live off three hundred dollars a month. I've got a food card for almost three hundred, so six hundred dollars a month, three hundred in cash, three hundred in food. But I've taught myself how to live that way. So I'm I'm actually doing okay. But I've torn my meniscus in my right knee recently. I live at my mom and dad's house. They live at another house in Mississippi. I'm in St. Louis. They live in Mississippi, where they were born, you know. But this house here, the room I stay in, I have to take stairs to get To get from that room, come down them stairs, then I got stairs to get through through the house to the next set of stairs I got to take to get to the bathroom.
0: Cookie, spice and
1: nice.
2: What's up, guys? Hey. I'm talking about my therapist's weird clothes. But he was wearing normal clothes this week, guys. Wow, impressive. Does he used to wear normal clothes, and then he started wearing flowy pants and clogs. And now he's back to normal clothes. And he got rid of his mustache.
1: What? Oh, thank God. No more dirty Sanchez.
2: Yeah, no. Uh And I got to tell you, (laughs) like, I notice everything. Like, if he gets a haircut, I'm like, oh, you got a haircut. And when he had the mustache, I couldn't say anything because I wasn't going to be able to say it, like, in a way without laughing. So I just ignored it. I think that might have made him a little self-conscious because I... Walk in and the first thing I do is point out everything that is different from the week prior. I'm fun. I'm a fun person. And I didn't mention the fucking mustache for three weeks.
3: Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive, actually.
2: I couldn't. I couldn't. Like the first time I saw it, I like walked out of therapy and texted Heather.
3: My therapist has a mustache. I hate the mustache. I want it to go away so bad. I almost want to bring the man bun back, and it pains me to say that.
2: I couldn't comment on the mustache. I actually kind of felt bad. You know, Marcus might have felt very insecure about himself. He (laughs) was
3: waiting for your compliment.
2: Oh, I don't compliment anything. I just point out that it's different.
3: That's true. He was waiting for their, for their recognition.
2: But I noticed, and I noticed, but I was kind of, going to be like, nice dad. <laughs> that would
1: have been hilarious.
3: What's worse than waking up at a party and finding a penis drawn on your face? Finding out it was traced.
5: i fuck Hunter Biden. Smacking my face with his penis, filling my mouth with his ball, drilling me softly with his dong, drilling me softly with his dong. I don't know if I'd let him.
1: I think we need to do a GoFundMe and get him a fucking stairmaster.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Take a school bus instead. I think. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, but then you can say to all the spirits,
3: You're driving me up the wall.
4: <laughs> we might go on tour, you never know.
3: Oh my gosh, can you imagine your tour bus? I know, right? <laughs> well it's funny
4: it's funny that you say that because I I just bought a 05 Chevy ventured van. Made a platform in it for some storage and put a bed in it. And I'm getting this perforated vinyl that goes over my windows. And I'm going to have my buddy, he's a really good artist, I'm going to have him design it. And it's kind of going to be like, a at night, it's going to be fucking super creepy. (laughs) Because in the van that you're going to think I'm driving, is going to be six scary looking motherfuckers.
1: Yes. Got to make it fun for yourself, you know?
4: Right, right. I love fucking with people.
1: Yeah, it's the best. you, about that true. But you wanna believe that shit anyway. You wanna play game and fuck with my head. You don't wanna tell me anything. You wanna hold that? That shit's whack, it ain't gonna work. I don't have time to lose on a fucking jack. True, but you want to believe that shit anyway. I've heard a about me that true, but you want to believe that shit anyway.
3: In Newcastle, Wyoming, it is illegal to have sex in a freezer.
5: a dick store and buy a bunch of dicks and take them home and wrap them up and bring them to your house and you can open them and see all the dicks and then you'll say you got me a bunch of dicks
3: Quotes from the one and only George W. Bush. One of the hardest parts of my job is to connect Iraq to the war on terror.
1: Yet we go forward to defend freedom.
4: So, yeah, so went to, tried Illinois, they wouldn't do shit. You know what? I'm disabled that I just got to stand for something. Talk to my primary care... My primary care, it's like he owns the VA and all this money is coming out of his pocket. He's a real prick. He's only a nurse, though, too. So he'd a dick, cocksucker. Once this lawsuit stopped and my medical stopped, I went over and, you know, and he's like, no, that was workman's comp. You can't. We're not going to pick that up here. I'm not going to treat you for that. Motherfucker, I almost died of cancer. Now I'm going to die of pain and you don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, they don't. And
4: why is it like arbitrary? To get where I'm at right now, I had to call the suicide hotline three fucking times. I had to go through that bullshit. I told my, I told this counselor the other day. She was like, Why are you here? I said, Because, you know, eventually I'm going to eat a pill that I don't wake up from and I don't give a fuck anymore. You're my last act of defiance here. Can you help me or do I need to order this pill? And, And you know what? People get all weirded out. Oh, he's talking about suicide. No, it's not suicide. It's fucking sick of my fucking life. Fucking can't do shit. Can't be the motherfucker I was before. That's what really sucks. I can't be him anymore because this injury won't let me
1: be that. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that when they make assumptions. I think about like the suffering that. People go through one just like the daily when they don't have access to good medical care, especially where you have served the country. That's the least they could fucking do for you.
4: Right, right, exactly, exactly.
3: I have a question. If you have VA medical benefits, does that mean that you're not eligible for Medicaid or Medicare?
4: No, no, because I have Medicaid, but you're not supposed to have to primary doctors. It's like this unwritten rule in insurance. But look at it realistically. (laughs) How many primary doctors do you have? I mean, we're not talking all the special doctors, just the one that, that gives you medicine. I just have one. Right. You don't think that you would need two.
1: Well, you might, if you have like a condition, you might need a
4: specialist.
3: Right. But not your primary.
4: Right. I'm just talking primary
3: you can't drop your va primary and get a medicaid primary
4: i've got both
3: jesus christ and that one won't help you either
4: yeah well see i had an mri last friday got the results back the results are the exact same as what they were when i needed surgery for them in 2018 and they said uh we were gonna prescribe you to pain management I don't need pain management. I've already had fucking shots in my back. I've already gone that route. I need surgery. Find me a goddamn surgeon. Oh, we can't help you.
3: Yeah, because you have to go through the step one of eight.
4: Medicaid doesn't pay for a lot of shit.
3: Right. But when you have Medicaid, you have to follow their rules. And the first one is always physical therapy or pain management. And then surgery to fix the problem is like step 10 before they finally approve you to fix it.
4: But a lot of doctors don't take that Medicaid because it's such a hassle. So they they've basically, did, oh, nobody's going to take your Medicaid on this side of the river. Well, you know what? I don't have a job. I don't have an income. I can't afford to drive. 19 miles away and back 38 miles round trip can't do that when I ain't got the money that's the fucking
1: reality for like a lot of fucking people too and like that's why it's always like when people are like nobody wants to work I'm like no they do you know gas costs $5 a fucking gallon and then like you know if you can't
4: get to work how the fuck are you supposed to work? you know I don't qualify for that job where I can work remotely at home
5: I just talked
1: to Gordon Lightfoot, and this is what he said. He said, legs and eggs, love to urinate. They tell me that it feels really great. And die
5: die. Die, my darling, they sang to the Kennedys, and they just sing lullabies back to you and me.
1: I'm probably still going to always call you Alan because that's how I know you on the app.
4: Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Alan is my original birth name. I was born out of wedlock, uh, born into an orphanage for six months, then I was adopted. Chad is my adopted name. Alan is my birth name. met my parents when I was 38. Alan is my new identity away from the fucking hell that chad grew up in
3: you met your mother and your father
4: i met my mother my father denied the opportunity but one of his daughters my half sister we talked for years and then she disappeared
3: well it's kind of nice to have a little bit of history though even if it was brief you don't have the entire unknown
1: Florida man
2: sexually assaults a stuffed Olaf doll at Target.
5: They were out of that KY cold hot jelly. And the coldest thing you can stick his dick in was an Olaf. So, you know, frozen. Damn. Don't you want to fuck Olaf? I've never seen Frozen. Is he fuckable? I don't know. He's a snowman, right? In Florida, it's probably desirable. Olaf's pretty fucking hot. No, I don't even know Olaf's. And it looks like Frosty the Snowman, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know, that'll that uh, it'll do the trick. That is a mighty fish.
4: I live alone, don't date, don't have friends. I live in solitude because it's my happy spot. For those that believe, I live in a seriously haunted house. Poltergeist activity daily, love it. Actually, I think I'm trapped here. You can't get out.
2: Oh, it's like the Hotel <laughs> California.
3: <laughs> you can never leave.
4: Not that it's a bad thing, you know. Sometimes you have to leave. But Damn, that's a lot, though. It must stress you out. No, not really. I'm. Are you used to it? You know, I dated this girl. We were we would FaceTime. She lived about 50 miles away. Well, this thing was making itself visible to her on the camera behind me while we were facetiming she freaked the fuck out hang up be crying all kinds of stupid shit she had a picture of us that she made and i put it on my wall this thing appeared and that picture flew across the fucking room and i'm i'm into this shit you know if your house is haunted and you wanted to leave i'll come get it and bring it home with me that's the kind of guy i am
0: (laughs) i want your
4: demons to live (laughs)
0: wait
4: so you're a ghostbuster I mean, I I don't know if I've ever been successful at it, but why not try it? Demons aren't all bad. Yeah, they scratch you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they fuck you up a little bit here and there. You I know? mean, like the way that I view that shit too, is that I find like the living are more horrific. The living boring. I want to talk to something that I can't talk to. I want to see it. You know, I've I've heard of people seeing visuals. I definitely have. Anybody says, oh, I got a demon in my house, that attracts me. I want to go there and meet it. I want to see, you know, hurt me. I'm going to fucking antagonize the shit out of you till you do something. I don't care, you know? God is on my side.
1: Yeah, I've definitely had something attach itself to me before, and it made me, like, physically vomit.
4: Yeah, it made you weak, made you feel like you got hit by a truck.
1: Yeah, it was the most fucked up thing, because it was, like, the night before Halloween, so that's, like... You know, the veil is super thin, so me and my ex-husband, we went to Salem. I'm trying to be all, like, you know, spooky and shit, you know? But the place was just fucking spooky that night, too. It felt surreal. I had only one glass of wine, and, like, you know, I can drink, like, a pint of vodka, and I'm fine. like, we were in the car, and I'm, like, pull over, and I, like, just fucking vomited out of nowhere. It was the weirdest thing. And then after that, I just like I always felt something with me for
4: like a few years. You get that feeling the other day? I know it's with me. I know it was it's with me wherever I go, but I can walk through the woods and you could almost hear this thing walking behind you. It's like it's spooky.
1: Do you live on like Native American burial or like
4: Yes, yes, I do. Oh my gosh. We are on the outskirts of the Cahokia Indians. So with that being said, for me to talk to what I think is here is I am learning Indian off of offline. So I can try to speak that Indian to see if I can get a response from what's here.
2: But so I got myself into an overly complicated situation for no fucking reason. Uh Uh-oh. And no, it's like, not bad. So like, I got this animation software and you know, it's me. So I'm like, go big or go home. I'm not like, what cheap little app can I use? I'm like, no, what's the best animation software out there? Let me get that. Yeah. So it, but it's open source. So it requires a certain framework which is the deep internal workings of your computer that even my dad doesn't know about. And I don't have that installed. It's not something that's normally installed. I now am trying to figure out how to install this. I have to talk to my fucking brother. Like, this is how serious it is. I have to call my brother. (laughs) Like, you don't understand how serious a computer problem is. If my dad's like, you need to talk to your brother. Yeah, right. So... This is where I'm
3: at in my life, guys. I'm like super impressed that because if that were me, I would have gone maybe an hour and then just said, "Fuck it, I don't fucking care, and give it up." I usually, after ten minutes, throw things across the room. It is now story time from the bakery. Things that happened to me the last few days is I was stalking something and a very nice woman came up to me and she said, have I given you a pin yet? I said, no, because like, I have no idea who you are. And she says, oh, what's your favorite color? I said, I like all colors. I'm just trying to be polite and get her basically the fuck out of my face. And she pulls out this crocheted, flower on a safety pin and tells me this will remind you that God loves you. So of course I say thank you so much and I put it in my pocket and she leaves. I really wanted to say I'm going to put this on my altar for Satan but I'm at work. You can't You, you gotta just say thank you and put it in your pocket. So I put it in my pocket and I'm cursing her and about an hour later something jabs me in my leg and i forget it's it's the fucking pin because it's on a safety pin and it came undone and because i'm an asshole and god loves me but i don't care it jabbed me in the leg
1: what do you think about all of those fucking trends that are blowing up and derailing
4: all over the country and shit Religion and politics are two things that I don't like to delve in because I'm a prick and I will shred even the biggest prick. I have no fucks at all. I don't care. I hate everybody equally.
3: Yeah, me too. Oh my God, you so fit right in.
4: Right, right. I picked (laughs) up that vibe listening to that first podcast. Like, holy shit, these are my tribesmen.
1: (laughs) I know, he was like... You, like, sent me a message, like, I listened to your podcast. I was like, you actually listen to it? Because, <laughs> you know, people tell you they will, and then they never do.
4: Or hear the first couple lines be, fuck these weirdos, we're out of here.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're like, I don't want to know
2: about
3: glory holes.
2: <laughs> I mean, we did once open with Boopa talking about jerking off. During 9-11, so...
5: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that.
3: How <laughs> could you forget about that?
5: Yeah, you <laughs> never forget. Broke into the old apartment This is where we sucked that dick Was the first time that I sucked a dick with a man before this is where we used to live. Why did they paint the walls? Why did you lick his balls? Why did you take his dick out, out of your mouth when he jeers? This is where we used to live.
3: Why didn't Barbie get pregnant? Ken came in another box.
1: So you should start a podcast then. Yeah, start a podcast. And we can be like guests on each other's shows
4: all the time. I I believe I'm going to because with that news that I got yesterday about that school, uh, I think I'm going to go Get a degree in broadcasting and sound recording. Yes.
3: yes. Oh, that's oh, that's right. yeah. Yeah.
4: Learn how to run some good, some badass sound boards.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, right on. That's a sit-down job, too.
4: Exactly. And it's an audible learning job, which I'm an audible learner.
2: And it's 90% of the time a work-from-home job.
4: But see, that's the thing. You know, I've been in music my whole life. My whole adult life, I've been involved in music. I've managed three or four different bands. I used to run a, a sound and a light show, four bands. I've been backstage, you know, bands like Megadeth and Slayer and St. Louis, just, just because I knew the people that were back there. And I'd go set up sound or lights, and then I'd have a sound guy come in to run that board. And that would be the guys that would be at the shows running sound boards for the big boys. I
1: think this is a victorious story, like from the pits of hell. And then you actually, you get help and you find your direction in life.
5: And that'll wrap it up for this week. If you'd like to send us some dick pics, our email is podcast at gmail.com. You can see us on Twitter at legsandegspod.com. And you can check out our merch store. It's linked in our show description. Once again, I'm Fupa Jones. On behalf of everyone here at the Legs and Eggs podcast, we'd like to thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Cubes.